to start this episode, we're going to start with the IOC. And because just because the guy who runs his name is Dick Pound. Dick Pound! <laughs> that is my boy. Dick, Dick Pound. Pound is my guy. Let me just tell you right now. Never met him. Never seen what this man looks like in my entire life. Look what picture of Dick Pound right now. Whoever his parents are who saw the opportunity. First of all, it's his fault he's going by Dick Pound. Will and Ida Pound. He knows what he did. Unless unless the parents just straight up named him Dick. That's a possible. Oh, my God. He That's looks Dick like Pound, Dick Pound, baby. I mean. No, but so his first. Is his name. Is his full name Dick or is it Richard? Do you want me to find out? Yes, please. I'm in the process of doing that right now. Because if his name is Richard and this man Richard is going. Williams yes. Dick. So Pound. he knows what he's doing when he's going by Dick Pound. He's a Canadian swimming champion. Yeah. So his, his parents named him Richard. Not realizing, I guess. Or they did realize and just didn't give a fuck. He's 77. He has five children. <clears throat> okay. And the man came out and said, you know what? Dick I'm Pound. I'm going to go by Dick. So I'm Dick Pound. What were his parents' names? A man of class. Didn't you say Bill and... Bill and I said Bill up. and Ida, but that was made up. I didn't oh, actually... okay. Yeah. So it wasn't Bill and Ida. Could be, but you know, probably not. If it is Bill and Ida, I, I did... I did God's what work. What are the odds? So we started with Dick Pound because they might move the Olympics. They might just cancel straight up it, cancel it. Anything yeah. about his personal life, his uh, parents, their their names on that page there? No. No? Shit. Thank you, John, for the contributing so much. John, you're like five minutes late to this conversation. Five minutes late to this conversation? Well, I was here before you. John, John, you know what helps? Speaking into the microphone. Honestly, yeah, it's episode 95 and you still haven't picked that one up. Maybe if we had better microphones instead of John, maybe yeah. if you yeah. spent you some could have money on you could have a better microphone, but if you don't talk into it, it's not going to matter how good that microphone is. Can I, can Man, I you know what we should do? Tom's oh, speaking Jesus into a water Christ. bottle. Yes, you may, Tom. I successfully swapped the successfully <laughs> successfully swapped the water bottle for the microphone. Uh, I have this now. All right, so we're gonna. What was what was that? That's a garbage microphone. Okay, so we're moving on from Dick Pound. We have four microphones. One just doesn't work. Yeah. Moving on from Dick Pound. We need nine. We're going to talk about Fury Wilder 2, which was just a disappointment. Excuse I, me? I love that fight. I picked fight. Tyson Fury. Nobody's talking to you. Yeah, I, it I, was I, sad because... Did you see what Wilder said, the reason he lost? Yeah, his 45-pound costume. That shit he wore on stage was 45 pounds. Now, first of all, if your legs... On stage? He wore up to the ring, whatever. If your legs can't carry 45 pounds... And you're a professional boxer who weighs, like, excess of 240 pounds. How the fuck are you, like, successful at all? That's why you don't skip leg day. No, he didn't, though. That's the thing. His legs are enormous. You're telling me 45 pounds of nothingness cost you this fight? Bullshit. If, he, if we're thinking about it like that, um, Tyson Fury's a fucking genius. I mean, he just, he just rode his way to the ring. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's fair. He literally <laughs> just sat in a chair and had a couple women pretend to carry him into the ring. While he was rolling to the ring. Yeah, that was awesome. So, the Gypsy King. I mean, kudos to him for winning. That was a great fight. And Deontay Wilder triggered his rematch clause. So, we'll see. It's the, the, the contract is a summer fight, so we'll see in the summer. That'd be really cool. What if, what if Fury just goes out there and beats the shit out of Wilder again? You know? I mean, I feel like Wilder came into this fight not expecting uh, 
this what happened. Okay, let's just say the the costume is the the actual reason. Okay. That is poor planning. Yeah, really. You should know what you're wearing out there. And fuck, if you got to train f- for what you're wearing out there, then you're you're not wearing the right thing out. Yeah, no. Like you got to just not wear all that next time. Maybe just like a mask. Or I, I don't see the point of the mask. He likes to do it. Maybe take the Tyson Fury out and get wheeled out there if you want to wear 45 pounds of okay, well, ridiculousness. Think about it. That's basically what... <clears throat> I just want to say, whoever designed that little cart thing he rode out on, kudos to you. That man weighs almost 300 pounds. And you were able to wheel his big ass down that down that aisle. You think they got to cut the winnings or... Hmm? You think they got to cut of the winnings or... Who, the person who made that? Yeah, who made that whole no, uh, ensemble. John. No. John, did you watch the fight? Uh, I actually watched the undercards and not catch the main events. Why? Not just the stream cut off. <laughs> Man for smoking a bowl. He just doesn't want to say it. So you got any analysis on the fight? Uh, no, I, like I said, I didn't see the whole main fight. So. Yeah, but, so but what did you think time. of the fight? Uh, I mean, like uh, from the looks of it, you know, Wilder got his ass beat. I have many thoughts on the fight. I have thoughts on the fight. Yeah, give uh, we, we give the mic to Tom for a second. Uh, yeah. As far as Fury Wilder two goes, I think uh, I think it was a good fight. <laughs> what are you about to say that you're laughing? And uh, you know, no, I don't. You trying to say the white man won out? Is that what you're trying to say there, Tom? <laughs> That's your words. See, now, uh, Deontay Wilder said he was honoring Black History Month in his costume. Now. What's, better, what's a better way to honor Black History Month? To, <laughs> to wear the costume to the ring or to knock the white guy out? Yeah, no, that's a good question. I mean, he did. Uh, he had the opportunity. I'm sure many of the people in uh, history of America would have loved to have, and that is to go hand-to-hand with a giant white guy, just beat the piss out of him for a couple rounds, and he didn't do that. Well, if he was going to be beating the piss out of him, it wouldn't have been for a couple rounds. It would have been for a very short period of time, in which he would have just ended the fight. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, do you think that his corner is fired? No. For calling that fight? Uh, he said there's going to be some reorganizing. I don't think there'll be much. I, I, I think it's the same guys coming back next time. Okay. Do you think it was the right move to throw in the towel? I 100% do. I do. I because there's from, blood just coming out of his ear and everything. I don't think that's... Really, the whole reason it was—he's in that corner, just getting beat. Dude, the every shit time, out. every time I take a step back and go to the ropes, he'd have to put his arm on the ropes to yeah. support himself. He's pretty much like catching in, uh, himself. It, one it instance was, I think, like round five, minute sixteen left. He got knocked back, and like it was like he was slipping, and he had to catch the rope. But uh, you know, he was basically doing that for everything else. He was just stumbling around the stage. He didn't look like he knew where he was. He didn't have any balance. St- it was just, Again it was terrible. with stage? Ring, you know, whatever. It was terrible. It's like... What he, is your definition of stage, sir? Not a boxing ring. It's just a stage. Like, my definition of stage is He's calling not the boxing, boxing matches staged. 
It's a stage. What? He's calling the boxing matches staged and, and you know. Fixed. Wow. Yeah. That's claim. not what I'm saying. He claims. What a claim. Trish. Although, maybe I'm not saying this is 100% true. Name some names. But I know a Dick guy pound. that took some money from Wilder. <laughs> Dick Pound. That he bet on Tyson Fury. Damn Dick Pound. Told, told his buddies in the ring, throw it in at round seven. Because that's how when I have the money on it. So... The tank. Yeah, All right. He's okay. Is there any news on Fury? No, not Fury. Wilder, like his condition. He had seven stitches in his ear. Okay. In his ear? Yeah, the yes. eardrum. No, not the eardrum. Just inside the. How ear is it canal. not the eardrum? He had that much trouble standing. I, I don't know. I think the blood just flowing I, through I, your I ear know. just fucks you I up. I don't know. You know, right. blood could flow in through your ear if you break your <laughs> eardrum, and then just go straight down your throat into your stomach. Cool. It's like transport. It'll go through your nose and then down the back of your throat and then into your stomach. That helps nothing. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Okay. Okay. Uh, the NHL trade deadline was yesterday. That was fun. Yeah. And we're going to go through all the trades from the trade deadline, starting with the day before because the news started being made on the 23rd. The, it was a weird deadline. It was very active for some reason. It's usually not active to the last hour, but start off with the 23rd. The Montreal Canadiens traded Ilya Kovalchuk to the Washington Capitals for a third-round pick in uh, this year's draft. So Kovalchuk gets to play with Ovechkin. Yeah, uh, Kovi takes up cap space for four different NHL teams. Yep. Terrible. So did Montreal take retain some of his? Yeah, 50%. Why? It's just for this year. It was only $350,000. Yeah, but he's only getting paid $750,000. Were the caps really hurting that bad? Yeah, they're up against. Really? Yeah. Okay. And they asked Kovalchuk, uh, how long have you and Oveshkin been talking about playing on the same team together? And he said since they were 13. Wow. So now they're together. Ovi and Kovi. You think that's fucked with retained <clears throat> salary? Wait till we get to the Robin Leonard trade. Why? Robin Leonard was traded to Toronto just to have them retain salary and trade him to Vegas. That's how that went? Yeah. On paper, what did that's Toronto exactly get? how that went. A pick. From who? Uh, Vegas, a fifth. Wait, so wait, they took cap? How much cap well, did they retain? Because they we'll don't, get have, into it. I don't think they have cap room. Yeah, they used up the rest of it on Robin Leonard. That's terrible. Um, Why? Just after midnight, Mike Green went from Detroit to Edmonton. Uh, Detroit got Kyle Brasiak and a conditional fourth-round pick back. Edmonton gets their shooting defenseman which is uh, going to help them on the power play, which will be big down the stretch here. They are the best team in the Pacific probably right now. Them and Vegas, I would say, is one and two. So um, it's just bolstering their defense as they get closer to the playoffs. Uh, Nemenstikov goes from Ottawa to Colorado. Colorado was in on Chris Kreider. Um, couldn't prime away from New York. Uh, Ottawa takes a fourth-round pick back in 2021 from Colorado. Chris Kreider signs a seven-year extension, 6.5 a year. That'll take him through uh, through him being 26 years old. What? So do you compare them signing Chris Kreider for that long, like the similar to how long the Devils signed Travis Ajak? I'd compare it to Nico Heischer because it's almost an identical contract. Except Nico's making a bit more money. I'm just talking about like age. Nico's seven years younger. Yeah, I understand. But I'm okay. just saying. I'm just and it's like also a wise. longer contract. Wait, is it? I thought uh, Nico it's had a, seven by oh, seven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you think it works out in the long run? Or no. Do you think it becomes no. Like I think it's. An, I think. It, I think it becomes an overpayment by the time he's 32. Okay. How old will he he be at the end of his contract? Who? Kreider. 36. Okay. 
the biggest trade of the day, I, I would say, is John Gabriel Pajot going to the Islanders uh, from Ottawa. Ottawa gets a conditional first, a second, and a conditional third. The 2020 first-round pick shifts to a 2021 first-round pick if the Islanders pick in the top three this year. And the 2022 third only transfers to the Senators if the Islanders win the Stanley Cup this year. The Islanders then turned around and signed John Gabriel Pajot to a five-year extension. Yeah, around that. Yeah, five, five and a half a year. They're trying real hard this year. He scored tonight. Yeah. So they add some scoring uh, coming down the stretch here. Carolina trains, uh, trades Vincent trades for Vincent Trocheck, which was a name that was just rumored to be around that nobody thought like they were going to push that hard to trade him. It just had to be the right deal that came along. And uh, Carolina offered that. Uh, Florida receives Eric Halla, Lucas Walmark, Itu Lusterinen, and Chase Prisky. And then... Uh, Flyers acquire Nate Thompson from Montreal for a fifth-round pick in 2021. Uh, good value pick there for Philly. Giving away an asset that's not really worth that much. Getting a player back who will contribute here as bottom six scoring as we get closer to the playoffs. Uh, Patrick Marlowe is going for his Stanley Cup. He gets traded to Pittsburgh for a third-round pick in 2021. The third-round pick becomes a second if Pittsburgh wins the Stanley Cup this year. Pittsburgh made a lot of moves yesterday. They usually don't make their moves this close to the deadline. Uh... They went out and got some depth. They went out and just made their team better basically everywhere. Uh, they've been kind of dog shit. Not like... If they're second in the Metro. No, I know. But they've been just in... This, these past couple games, we've seen some gaps in their play. With uh, the teams they've been playing. The only move Toronto made was acquiring Callie Rosen for goaltender Michael Hutchinson. Hutchinson goes to uh, Colorado. There was talk surrounding Toronto uh, that they would trade Tyson Berry. They ended up not trading Tyson Berry. They didn't improve their team. They lost to a Zamboni driver two nights ago. Oh, that was fantastic. David Ayers. And they beat Tampa tonight. Speaking of Carolina, <clears throat> they made a lot of moves. We're getting there. Oh, well then hurry up. Uh, Flyers acquire Derek Grant for Kyle Crisculo and a fourth round pick in 2020. Another va- uh, depth piece a lot of value in that pick for a fourth-round pick, and Chris Gulo going to Anaheim. Grant's going to help the team as a bottom six forward down the stretch. Wayne Simmons says he wants to chase the playoffs, and so he waves his no-trade clause to go to Buffalo, which doesn't make much sense. Buffalo currently six, six, six points out of a playoff spot, eight after a Toronto win tonight. Buff City. New Jersey gets a conditional 2021 fifth-round pick. It becomes a fourth-rounder. If Simmons plays 10 games and the Sabres make the playoffs. Now, wait, being a Devils also retain 50% of Simmons' salary. So being a Devils fan, do you like that trade? I don't care. He wasn't worth anything. Apparently they got no other deals, no other offers for him. So, uh, Boston Bruins trade Danton Heinen to Anaheim for Nick Ritchie. Uh, Danton Heinen was somebody that they thought was going to be the centerpiece of a Kyle Palmieri trade. It never materialized as Kyle Palmieri stayed with New Jersey. And uh, so they take him, move him for a bigger guy in Nick Ritchie who will contribute as a bottom six forward for Boston. Should be a key piece if they do plan on winning a Stanley Cup because you need depth, especially come uh, come April. Edmonton acquires Anders Antanasiu and Ryan Kuffner for Sam Gagne, a 2022nd and 2021nd. Antanasiu's got contract control past this season. He's an RFA for the next at least the next two seasons. And uh, it's just another player that adds to that very dangerous first line for Edmonton. He'll be playing on a first line tonight with Connor McDavid. 
So, but the the styles of McDavid and onto the CU might clash against each other because they both like to control the puck and carry it through the neutral zone. Now, there's only one puck to go around when they're on the same line, so it's going to be interesting to see how one player can adapt to the other and have a lot. Of, I have a large feeling it's going to be onto the CU adapting because uh, McDavid doesn't uh, doesn't need to adapt. He's just too good for that. Yeah, he's. Arguably the best player in the league right now. Oilers add more depth, acquiring Tyler Ennis from Ottawa for a 2021 fifth. Uh, Flames acquired Derek Forbert for a conditional 2021 fourth. Penguins add Connor Sheary, who was there for the last Stanley Cup run. And uh, Evan Rodriguez from Buffalo for Dominic Cahoon. Cahoon is a good player going back to Buffalo. Uh, Connor Sheary and Rodriguez have had down years and they're expiring contracts. Uh, Made it so Buffalo had to move him because there was no way he was resigning. Uh, Emil Dejou uh, goes to Dallas from uh, goes to Florida from Dallas for a 2026th round pick. That's Buffalo's sixth. Uh, Carolina acquires defenseman Sammy Votnin from the New Jersey Devils for a Yanni Kukanainen, Frederick Clayson, and a conditional 2024th. Now that there's two conditions in that fourth. Uh, it is no draft pick if Sammy Votnin doesn't play five regular season games. If he plays five regular season games, it's a fourth. If he plays 12 regular season games or Caroline, 50% of Carolina's playoff games, it's a third. New Jersey also retains 50% salary. So then they, they, they also made another move adding to their blue line. They did acquire Brady Shea from New York for a first. Uh, they have 10 defensemen on that blue line once Dougie Hamilton and Sammy Vaughn get healthy. So it's going to be a little crowded there. Uh, Vegas with a kind of a surprise move, trading for a goaltender. Robin Leonard from the Chicago Blackhawks for a goaltender Malcolm Subban, a Slava Damon, and a second-round pick, which is Pittsburgh's in 2020. Uh, you didn't really peg Vegas to need goaltending depth. But I guess if they feel Marc-Andre Fleury gets shaky here down the stretch, they have throw Leonard Robin Leonard in. I, I guess they're seeing that too, they have to win every game. And Malcolm Subban did just blow a two-goal lead late in the last game. so That was like a breaking, you're putting, breaking you're, point. You're putting two goaltenders in on consecutive nights where you feel like you have the best chance to win each night. Because Robin Leonard last year at least was a top-five goalie in the league. He got lost a little bit in Chicago because he was splitting time with Crawford, which he shouldn't have been. He should have been the starter. Uh, Devin Shore goes to Columbus. Sonny Milano, who just never really worked out in Columbus, going to Anaheim. Milano scored tonight in his Ducks debut. So that's something for him. Devils acquires Zane McIntyre for goaltender Louis Domingue. Vancouver adds goaltending depth because it was real. Jacob Markstrom will be out here a few weeks with a lower body injury. Uh, Thatcher Demko is going to take over the duties there with Domingue backing him up. Tampa Bay overpaying again. They acquire a uh, first-round pick. In, uh, they, they give up their first-round pick in 2020. And Anthony Greco. And they acquire Barkley Goodrow in a 2023rd from uh, San Jose. Uh, the, there's a good chance that the pick number that that first-rounder is is higher than the amount of goals Barkley Goodrow has in his career. Barkley Goodrow has 26 goals in his career. That pick could be 27 or 28. I don't know why you trade a first-round pick for a player that has less than 30 goals. He has two career uh, playoff goals in over 20 postseason games. It's just Tampa overpaying. Again, they did it for Coleman earlier, giving up one of their top prospects in a first-round pick for Blake Coleman. So it's, Tampa Bay, it's nobody's going to care if they win the Stanley Cup, but if they don't, these are moves you question, especially in the future, when you're just giving up first-round picks for players. 
Uh, the Nashville Predators acquire Corbinin Holzer for defenseman Matt Irwin in the 2022 sixth round pick. Those two go to the Ducks. Uh, Anaheim acquires Christian DeJoux. Washington acquires Daniel Sprung. A little depth scoring there for Washington. Vegas acquires Nick Cousins, giving up a fourth round pick to Montreal. Uh, Nick Cousins, more depth there on a very dangerous Golden Knights team. Uh, the only move Arizona made was Marcus Hankinen. To Colum uh, from Columbus for a 2027th round pick. Didn't really add. They're struggling there as of late after the Taylor Hall trade. Uh, Calgary Flames acquire Eric Gustafson for a third round pick from Chicago. Uh, just defensive depth for Calgary. They felt almost pressured into making a move considering all the other teams around them were making ones. And uh, Brandon Davidson traded to San Jose from Calgary for future considerations, which will probably be nothing. It's just them needing to fill, fill, uh, clear up a roster spot. So that's the trade deadline. Teams that I think the team that won it the most, I believe, was Washington. I, to add Ilya Kovalchuk for the price they did, you can add potentially that's 10 goals in the playoffs. And the chemistry he has with uh, Alessandro Ovechkin, I mean, they've been playing together since they were 10. And they've performed with each other on the global scale. It's just this is the first time they'll be able to do this in the uh, in the National Hockey League. But that's scary seeing that combination on the same line. Even if you want to split them up, have Backstrom passing to Kovalchuk and Oshie passing to Ovechkin. I mean, it's it's scoring depth for Washington, but it's it's more than it's that. more than that. Just and, because they have Ovi and Pittsburgh gets better, so the two top teams in the Metro get better. Uh, Do you think we see uh, <clears throat> Ovi and Kovalchuk on a line together? I I don't know if on the same line because there's only one puck to go around. You might see him on the on the power play, or they might. I, I believe Ovechkin's a right-handed shot, and he likes to stand where Ovechkin stands. But you could easily put Kovalchuk at the point. And uh, Ovechkin on his side, and you could have two shots now. You get two shots that weren't putting one guy on each player, mm -hmm. and that'll just that'll spread out your power play too much. Uh, teams that that really just missed this Toronto. It, they needed to do something to improve their team, especially after just losing to a Zamboni driver. Uh, yeah, but the perhaps most embarrassing loss in. A Zamboni driver that they pay. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are forgetting that. He was wearing he was wearing the Marley's mask like He was wearing a Toronto Maple Leaf shirt underneath his jersey. Yeah. He was also wearing Toronto had to pay him the next day the five hundred dollars. He was also in practice with them the next day. Yeah. And he's also going to be making money from the Hurricanes too. Yeah, he gets selling those shirts. That's the money's getting split between him and uh. A foundation. Charity yeah, a, for, a charity for kidney donations. Yeah. Since he had a kidney transplant in 2004. Good for him. But it's so awesome. The only yeah, I, li I like that. The oh. only way I can see the Toronto Maple Leafs getting better is in the offseason. you got to move one of these high-priced uh, forwards that they have for depth. <clears throat> Mitch Marner. <laughs> uh, I was thinking Willie Nylander. Okay. But... It, it's going to get shitty before it gets better. They're going to make the playoffs this year, but they're going to be an easy out for a Tampa or a Boston. And I, I don't I don't see them doing much uh, until they can figure out what's going on because they're paying their top four guys on that team way too much money. Between Tavares, Matthews, Marner, and Nylander, it's just way too much. Mm -hmm. And the salary cap's going up next year, but it's not going up that much. How much is he going up next Probably year? Probably a million and a half. Nice. Uh, Jake Muzzin also signed an extension with Toronto. 
but Jake Muzzin got hurt tonight. <laughs> Bad? Uh, he hurt his hand one day after signing the extension. Oof. Yeah, right? Yeah. He gets a pay raise going into the next season and getting 1.8 more going into next year. So, uh, that that's that's really it on the you, sports for this week. So, oh, Steph Curry coming back Sunday. John, yeah, March 1st. John, how do we feel about Steph Curry? Do you think he should come back? Because I do not. I mean, I mean, there's not really a reason for him to come back, but the fans, something for them to, you know, go out, buy tickets for them, you know? Uh, I would just show up my draft position. Yeah, I thought they were tanking. Yeah, but they're not going to win any more games with him in the lineup still. They're you never know. Really That's bad. way arguable. It's one guy. It's yes. not one. Like, it's one okay, person. all right, hold on. Don't, LeBron is, don't do it. Don't LeBron do it. LeBron is one guy, and what happened to the Cleveland Cavaliers both times he left? And then he came back. Yeah. What's the difference in that team? Like a one's an uh, NBA good, championship like, winning team. A good fifty wins. One is a team yeah. that couldn't even make the playoffs. Yeah. That is one man. Yes, but Steph Curry is no LeBron James, and also that team is no. Like, yeah, scores more points. A couple of years ago, as a team full of a bunch of G League bums that they uh, got off the. Yeah. What are you talking about the, the Cavs or the Lakers? Because they're both no, the a bunch war- of G the, League bums. No, the, the Cavs are the Warriors. They're both a bunch of G League bums. Both, no, they those have both of them pretty much right now. Right. What's their record? 12 and 45. 12 and 45. Who's that? the Knicks record? Last 10. Screams G League bum to me, John. You really need the Knicks record? I just want to see. It's funny to me. 14, 45. That's the Golden State Warriors record. Wow, 17. Moving on up in the world. Dogs. Cavs have a better record. What are the Cavs? 16 record? and 41. 3 and 7 in the last 10. Is that a better record, though? I consider it a better record. Are they higher than them? Uh, Are they higher than them in the standings? Tom, because if they aren't, that's not a better record. Yeah, they're higher. You Are they? Sure. Let me see. Trish, imagine if they did that. That like a yeah, no, new way of... They're last <laughs> in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> yeah, but the Warriors are last in the West. Yeah, no, we were talking about the Knicks and Cavs. Oh, okay. Imagine if they did that way the, the, of the doing... The Cavs are better than the Warriors, don't worry. Imagine if they had that way of doing the draft where it was like the the worst two teams in the league played each other in like a single elimination type like playoff for game one for and the two. number one. You want a playoff so for imagine, the bottom? Hold on, imagine, hold on, hold imagine, on. Imagine, like the, the I kind of can fuck with this. I can I'm not even talking about just the. I'm not even talking about just the bottom two. I'm talking about an entire playoff bracket for the bottom fifteen teams for to fight it out. I can out fuck with this for the fucking the picks, the the slots for your picks. The team that wins is gonna have one. the number one pick. Team that loses to that team, you know, then you just go all the way down, all the way down to fifteen or I whatever it is. This. That'd be sick. The Warriors would win because they just say, you know, we're gonna play Clay and Steph. Yeah, now. that's exactly what would happen. But how sure. sick! Although would that the, be? the Nets so could now, turn around and say, we're you know, we're playing KD, KD and Kyrie. But imagine you have, you know, just the playoffs, and then you also have this secondary losers. The bracket. Knicks would still lose. No, yeah, we'd get them. <laughs> you get You'd end up with a 15. <laughs> the thing that's crazy, though, is, like, you would have, like, actual playoff teams, though, that miss it by, like, one game. Like, in the West, like, 40-something win teams that's going what up against it, the New that's York That's why Knicks. it would be so interesting. Because <laughs> you'd really see who was actually just tanking all season. <laughs> It'd be something if you got players, too, at the end of a contract who do not care about this team. Mm-hmm. 
and just like don't show up in the playoffs. Andre Drummond's just like, yo, fuck this. It's basically a consolation bracket, but the consolation is the first overall. Bracket. That's what I'm saying. How sick would that? And I think that should be applied to hockey as well, because that would be really cool there oh, too. Oh, that'd be so fucking fun. Either that that'd or be awesome. Either that or derelegation. And now I'm not talking a seven game series. No, yeah, like I'm talking one, one game, game yeah. elimination rounds. So you go up, you lose. Make, that's it, like it, the, you're make out. it like the G League tournament. Yeah, yeah. That would be so fucking. Now, cool. what if they did it with all the teams? Oh, no. You would just have champions keep getting better. Yeah, that would be But it's be different because it's a one-game sample size. Let's say it's one versus 30. Let's say the Knicks walk in there <laughs> and somehow upset around. the Lakers. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, holy shit. Yeah, and but, then the Knicks next round gets obliterated. Yeah, so now they have the like, don't we already... sixth pick. <laughs> oh, yeah, but the, <laughs> what happens if you lose? And does that mean like you automatically, like who, who decides like what pick that is? It, it's all in, uh, in after that. What like say eight teams lose in the first round? How are those eight teams determined by order? Yeah, by record. Yeah. Oh, okay, like the NFL playoffs. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I like this. This would Makes be sense. sick. <laughs> this would be so sick. All right, do that. So we'll Listen, see. Adam, we'll, so we'll see you again on Friday. Oh wait, one more thing. What? Oh, Altuve got hit at like his first. Yeah, but that was accidental. It hit him in the top of the back foot. Oh okay, then never mind. Yeah, breaking ball hit him. So. Uh, Severino's out for the season. Quote unquote. Yeah, Tommy John surgery. So hot takes. I would I would call up a fucking nobody pitcher just to beam him. <laughs> That's what I'd do. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Well, if uh, I get some David well, Adams, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get some Zamboni driver to come throw a pitch at him. Ooh, yes. Just some random guy you hire from the stands, just beam him. Tim Tebow, come up, can. throw this Dude. pitch at this guy. <laughs> Tim Tebow hit a home run today. I know, yeah, two runs. He might have some of the worst form in the outfield, but we're moving toward a baseball where your defensive play doesn't matter. It's yeah. just if you can hit home runs. Hold on, that's just how the Yankees play baseball right now? So. That's how every team plays baseball Turn right now. Down. Well, except for the Washington Nationals, who actually won the fucking World Series. But this is a fucking home run hitting league. That's fantastic. They don't care about your defense. Your fucking hitting ability, your home run ability is worth more than that. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to end this episode. We'll see you on Friday. Uh... There will be stuff happening happening during the week in the sports world. John's going to give us a basketball report on Friday here a month before the playoffs. John, can you do that? Yes, sir. I want right. it typed yeah. up. Yeah, uh, I want yeah. a full typed up thing that you're going to read to us. Five pages. I want a poem. I want haikus a about each poem. team. Listen, I can give you five sentences or less about Joel Embiid by Friday. Okay, I, I want you. it. Better right. than every Nick. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will see you on Friday.